Welcome to Get Wed, a podcast to plan your wedding by. I'm Katie. And I'm Kerry. And we're both here as professional photographers and brides-to-be to help you plan your big day. Each week we'll discuss a topic that you encounter along your wedding planning journey. And with the help of fellow industry experts, we'll navigate this crazy wedding world together. together. Hello everybody! Hello! Um, so this week we've got a really good episode for you. Um, and it's one that people have been requesting for quite a while. Yep, this week we are chatting all about wedding day hair. And we have Claire joining us from Luxurious, oh, luxurious Hair and Beauty. <laughs> um, and she's going to be here to answer not only our questions, but she's got some of our list of questions to answer as well. So, so. Hello, Claire. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling? Yeah, good. Not good. too bad. <laughs> so do you just want to start off by um, letting our listeners know like, who it is, who, who it is, who you are and what it is that you do? <laughs> so I'm Claire from Luxurious. I've been doing wedding hair for far too long now, um, since I pretty much started hairdressing. Um, yeah, I work from home and come to you on wedding mornings and make your life a lot easier. <laughs> so I'd like to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so where do you advise that brides start when they begin to think about their wedding day hair? Um, the best thing to do is find a dress and then work from there because there's no point having a lovely vintage dress and then having the trendiest hairstyle going because it just doesn't match, it doesn't follow through. Um, so the, once you've got the style of the dress, it's easier to work with. Um, when you know if you've got straps or shoulderless, some brides... They'll go for shoulderless dresses and then suddenly they get quite panicky because they're quite bare on top. Mm-hmm. So that's when you work with the hair being down or they'll have lovely intricate lace on the top and then they go, oh, I'm having my hair down. And it's like but you're then dis- detracting from what the dress is. So always best to get the, the dress first. But don't be, don't get caught up in the fact that there's been a picture of a wedding dress with somebody having their hair a certain way and going, well, that's how I've got to wear it because Brides do get that preconceived feeling that they've got to have that typical bridal look that goes with that dress as well. So mm-hmm. remember what you actually have and what you want every day and don't suddenly become somebody you're not on your wedding day just because that bridal magazine tells you to have long hair. Yeah, that's what everyone does, isn't yeah. it? They're like, oh, I've got to grow my hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I've, I've had brides who have pixie short hair all the time. That's how they've met their other half. And then as soon as they mention the wedding word, they're like, I've got to grow my hair. I've got to have long hair on my wedding day and I've got to have my hair up on my wedding day. And it's just not necessary. Be you on your wedding day. Have your dress and your hair complement each other. The same with your makeup. Have it all complement each other. But don't get wrapped up in that. I've got to have this done this way because that's how everybody preconceives a bridal hair. Yeah. And are you noticing any sort of trends popping up at the moment that people have all been liking? Or Braids are still massively in this year. Yeah. Everybody's still loving a braid and they're all loving that shabby chic look still. Um, I was at a wedding fair this weekend and still loads of people wanting that vintage feel coming through. Um, but they don't necessarily want... 100% vintage they want traditional with a little bit of vintage in there with it mm. but yeah braids are still massive everybody's loving braids yeah. and curls I love a braid yeah and it's the only thing that you wish like people would ask for and that you never kind of do like any really cool hairstyles I, 
I am a sucker for wanting to do themed weddings. I, I want that Star Wars wedding <laughs> and the Harry Potter wedding. Oh, um, yeah. I, I wish some people would think a little bit more outside the box. Just, like I say, step outside that. I've got to have bridal hair and I've got to be a bride. Remember what you're into. Remember that that theme that you love and don't just re- remember that you don't have to just have a colour theme. Have a theme and go throughout without everything and go for it. It's your wedding day. You've got to look at them photos for years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd love I'd love themed weddings. I'd love to do some Star Wars stuff and some Harry Potter stuff, definitely. Yeah, I'd like Hermione Granger like hair. Just yeah, Chuck's <laughs> Lestrange. That's what I want to do. I want to have snakes in her oh, hair. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Have you ever had any brides go that mad? Well, not that I'm saying it's mad, but you know, out no, the box. Um, all I, I mean, I've had people have a proper vintage 1920s hair, um, but. I've had brides who have wanted to do the theme, but just gone, mum won't let me, my mum will tell me off. And and, and they start, but and, and that's the problem with wedding stuff yeah. like that, I think, is so many people are led to believe what their mum wants or what their friend says. And I think mm. people forget about themselves so much. Um, mm. I mean, a friend of mine done a Shrek wedding recently and I was like, oh, oh yeah. I wanted to do that. Um, what did they do yeah, for their hair in the Shrek wedding? they literally everybody was in fancy dress so she was even a green bride with green makeup on and all of that as well so wow yeah you've got you've got to follow what you want (laughs) not what everybody else says that you should have that is pure dedication to a theme here yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, so when people are starting to inquire and think about hair and stuff I think a lot of people worry about the cost of things because when you're planning a wedding there's lots of stuff where you're like you don't know the cost of like how much a photographer is going to cost you and yeah sometimes we get a bit shocked by the pricing do you have like a round kind of figure that you think people should expect to pay roughly for their hair I think I think you can pay for bridal hair on the day I think you can pay anything from 70 to 150 Mm -hmm. um which some people think is absolutely outrageous some people can't believe it costs that sort of money but what what you've got to remember with bridal hair is you're paying for our experience. You're paying for all the courses that we put ourselves on to make sure we're up with the latest trends. Um, we're also starting at half six in the morning, most weddings, and we're setting you, we're styling you. We're there putting your hair pieces in, helping you put your tiara on. Um, sometimes, I mean, I've even been up people's dresses, putting their garters on, putting their shoes on. <laughs> rearranging their knickers <laughs> literally everything. that's dedication <laughs> yeah I, I, there's a few photos of me in weddings where you can just see my feet coming out of bride's dress um you I've even put the brides in the dresses because the bridesmaids have gone I know how to do the dress and they haven't got a clue because they've seen oh. it being done once and they suddenly panic I end up doing cravats and buttonholes and things like that so you're not you're not necessarily just paying for wedding hair. You're you're paying for somebody to come with you on your wedding morning to help you out. Um, I've watched bridesmaids paint their nails like dark purple and then go, I can't eat in the dress. I've got my nails done and thinking, oh, oh my God, this poor bride's panicking because <laughs> she needs to get ready and this bridesmaid's oh. flapping her nails around. Um, but you're you're paying for all the experience. You're paying for the that 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 joy of us emailing you back constantly and talking to you. You. We, I always do free consultations. Um, so before you've even booked, if you want to talk to me and have a consultation, see what you want, see if what I can do is what you want, then brilliant. Um, I do all of that. 
and you're, you're also I think it's that experience and same with photographers it's the same with florists you're paying for that experience and it's the peak time of year where everybody gets married that you uh, people want you for what you do not just because you can tart the hair up I think yeah yeah people value it very differently um Mm. I it worries me I mean when I first started out I was charging 40 pound for a bride but I had no experience I was putting the hair up and running away where now I charge that bit more, but I'm there first thing in the morning. I do all your bridesmaids. I sort your mum out. I make sure you've eaten. Um, and you you have to fall in love with the person who's doing your hair, not just because it's cheap, mm. I think. Yeah. I think you have to – that yeah. person's with you. I'm in most people's wedding photos. Um <laughs> So you've got you've got to like the person because <laughs> I'm going to be in your wedding photos. So yeah, um, I think you've got to take all that into consideration. So when you see the price mark of 100, 150, don't sit there going, "Oh my God, what what on earth are they paying that for?" Remember that I'm actually going to be there all morning and I'm going to help you through the through the morning till you get in the car, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and does that kind of price include hair trials and stuff? Are they um, like included along the way or are they extra? Or um, I always do trials separately. Um, mm-hmm. So it's always a separate price. Again, you can pay anything from £40 to £100 for a trial. Again, mm-hmm. depending. So I, I always keep my trials short. Um, and that doesn't mean that once you've got your hour up, your hour's up. I just I find that the more styles you try out, the harder it is for you to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. the brides that have gone this is what I want and I've gone okay let's try that out then generally that's what they want once you start going let's just try this and let's just try that that's when they sit there going um I don't know what I want now oh oh no no I've got too much panic and they just sit there panicking themselves and then the bridesmaids will come in and go oh I like that one I like that one and yeah it confuses them even more but I'll also do three trials if that's what it takes to get your hair the way you want it. Um, and I would always say with your trial, if if what you get the first time isn't what you want, don't panic and go and find another hairdresser. Work with the, the hairdresser you've already fallen in love with because they. I, I want to make your hair as special as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I want you to sit there and have the confidence in me and know that that's what you're definitely getting and that's what you want, not sitting there going oh my god they hate it and I know when you don't like it yeah (laughs) as soon as I've got that mirror out I I can tell on your face if you like it or not Mm. I can tell if the bridesmaids like it and the mum like it before anybody's even mentioned it um but I would rather do three four trials and make sure you like it than do one trial and you hate it and go elsewhere Mm. yeah I think that's really good that um you mentioned about how you can like so, some people come in with a set idea because I've got a set idea on my hair. It's like the first yeah. decision I made about anything, above anything else. I was like, I know how I want my hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's just because I'd seen somebody else did it. How often yeah. do you get people come in and they've set on a style, but actually when they've got it, it's just not working? Um, fifty uh, percent of the time, yeah. Um, uh, people get this again preconceived idea that that's what they want. And then when it's on their head, it looks completely different. The, <laughs> yeah. the model who had it had <laughs> 10 times thicker hair than you. Um, the model had hair extensions put in and you're, you don't want them or you can't afford them. Um, again, you do it and then somebody just goes, oh, my God, I hate it. I, I, we had a bride in, in a salon years ago who was like, I don't want, um, I don't want a trial, don't need a trial. Um, 
this is how I'm having it and this is what I want and my boss at the time I was only an apprentice and boss at the time said right that's fine but I have no time to put it right on the morning that is that is what you're getting if you don't have a trial and she hated it and he just went I have no time to fix it because you didn't have a trial and this is why we do trials oh my god um I mean, he did He did put it right in the end because he was like, oh, I can't have you going to your wedding hating it. But that's why we say have a trial. Yeah, because, don't cut corners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't cut corners because that picture in your head is just, it can be, and we've all done it on a night out, haven't we, where we've gone, I can do my hair like this. I've seen it on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And you do it and you're like, oh, my gosh, what have I done to myself? That's just yeah. not worked at all. Um, and your wedding day, again, they, it's in the photos for the rest of your life. Yeah, and you've yeah. got to stare at them photos. And if you hate it, then... Yeah, and you don't want to be stressed out when you're probably already going to be a little bit anxious, do you? Don't yeah. that at all. Yeah, definitely. And there's nothing worse than your mum walking into the room and going... Oh, that's interesting. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I've had a few of them where the oh, haven't no. been on the trials and they've walked in and gone, oh, oh, so is this done? Right, okay. <laughs> and the bride suddenly going, um, oh, mum. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah, so do you advise that people come on the trial with you? Yeah, I always think it's great to have your mum there or at least your bridesmaid so that you can get your second opinion because sometimes, again, you, you're not always 100% sure. And most of my most of my brides, I'm really lucky, they're my clients that I colour and cut all the time. Um, but obviously, I still get people off my website or Facebook that have never met me and I've never met them. So it's hard to gauge how you like your hair, how you do it. Again, same with makeup. I don't do very much makeup. So if somebody came and done my makeup, I'd be like, oh my god yeah. but yeah sometimes it's so you need different your, mm. and sometimes you need your friend just for that little bit of confidence to go no I don't like it <laughs> and your friend's more likely to go that's not you that's not you that that's not you where you're yeah. more likely to go yeah yeah it's lovely yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah where your friend's more likely to step in really early on and go that's not you yeah. they're, they're quite blunt and honest mums and bridesmaids are Mm. Yeah. So yeah, when you go on your trial, I'd always recommend you bring at least one person. Um, where where I do them, I've got my little my little salon at home, and there's enough room for you to bring four or five people with you if you want. Um, but obviously, be careful who you do bring because you obviously don't want them to say no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you might love it. Yeah, yeah. You, it's like when you go and try your wedding dress on, mm. and you've got that one mum that goes well that's what you want to go for um so you kind of need to do the same with your hair you need that person who's gonna build you up when you need them to but also bring you back down to reality as well and go that's not really you is it yeah good tip so back to the wedding day when it um you start to think about timings on the day what do you advise brides to plan for um especially when there's more than just the bride involved like bridesmaids mothers um prepare for an early morning (laughs) Um, I had started one the other year. There was one that was five bridesmaids and a bride. They were getting married at 12 o'clock and I started at half five in the morning. Oh, no way. (laughs) Yeah. You're not going to sleep the night before, so don't worry about it being an early start. (laughs) (laughs) Most people turn up to and they're like, no, I haven't slept. Um, You're looking at, I I personally, I mean, all, all bridal hair people differ, but I will set the bride go through all the bridesmaids, go through the mums, set all of them, and then I'll come back to the first bridesmaid, put all their hair up, do the mum, and then I'll put the bride up. So mm-hmm. you're looking at a long morning, um, but everything's got to be timed. Your hair needs setting because otherwise it's going to fall out. When we tell you not to wash your hair on the morning of the wedding, please don't wash your hair on the morning of the wedding. It falls out. It's hard to put up. 
we're not doing it because we're being mean and we want you greasy. We're doing it because <laughs> it actually needs to stand up and last the day. Um, so, yeah, you're looking at a long morning, usually about an hour a person. Bridesmaids, usually you can do between half an hour and 45 minutes. Um, but again, it differs on who's doing you. I work quite quickly where I know some people will spend an hour and a half on each person. Um, and don't take that as they're better because they're spending longer on you. It's just the way people work. Um, the same in a salon with a set of foils. I can put a full head in in an hour. A friend of mine does an hour and a half. It it differs to the person so and it differs true. to the way you work. Um, <laughs> Claire did my I'm hair sure, in an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your, your hair just takes far too long, Gary. But you, but you did a set of foils on me in an hour. And I had my hair coloured after that. Like years yeah. ago now and it took them four hours I was in the hair salon for four hours so I have not had my hair coloured since because I oh. can't go through it <laughs> yeah. see and that doesn't mean that they're they're worse because they take yeah. longer and it doesn't mean that I'm worse because I'm quicker it's just the way I was brought up in a salon that worked quickly you had 45 minutes to do everybody mm. in um so I've just learned to work quickly mm. But again, if you've got seven bridesmaids, I generally would bring somebody along with me to help me because if you're getting married at 12 o'clock, you've got to be re ready an hour before. Lovely photographers always want two hours before. Okay, I, need um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was at a wedding not long ago and they were like, so I, the, the photographer wants me ready and dressed two hours before the wedding. And really? I was like, that's God. ridiculous. I was like, I need you still up to that last hour. Yeah. Um, so again... All photographers differ, all hairdressers differ, and I think that's what you've got to remember. You you fall in love with the person doing your hair, not necessarily the way that they time schedule things. Yeah, but just be realistic and allow lots and lots of... And lots I guess you advise, don't you, anyway? Yeah, I always I always sit there and tell you how long... About, um, generally, if there's five of you, it's going to take five hours. Um, if there's three of you, it'll take three hours. The earlier you get ready... The earlier the wedding, the earlier I have to get you ready by. So if mm -hmm. it's a 12 o'clock wedding... You've got to be ready by 11 o'clock. That's then making that time scale smaller and smaller and earlier and earlier. Um, there's some venues, unfortunately, that don't let you in till 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, and that's great if you're getting married at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. But when you're getting married at 12 o'clock, it's actually really tight. Mm. Um, I have started recommending people get ready at home and then I meet them at the venue and finish getting them ready now because there's just 10 o'clock. By the time you've unpacked your cars got everything set up, found your way around the place. Mm. You're suddenly sitting there going, oh, my God, I've got 10 minutes to get ready. <laughs> and the classic ones when the bridesmaids are just sitting around going, so when do I get ready? What I, I don't know what to yeah. do. And it's like, just start getting ready now. You've got no time. Yeah. Just start getting ready. Oh, it's so funny. You always get them that kind of going, should I get in my dress now? It's like, yes, you've got to go in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Put your dress on now. <laughs> and, and they ask that four or five times. Shall I get it ready? Shall I get yeah. ready now? Yes, yeah. yes, you should have done your makeup by now. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go have a bath. No, no, you haven't got time for a bath. Just get ready. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that feels that panic. <laughs> Yeah, we we all do. We all sit there going, "Come on, just get dressed, yeah. and put your clothes on." <laughs> um, and do you have any good tips for kind of the run up to the the wedding? Because I know I don't know if I was wasting my time, but in the run up to mine, I sort of did a few hair masks and things like that, and tried to make my hair a bit more healthy. And would you yeah. give any sort of tips for that kind of thing? Um, I would for hair masks. Um, if they're professional ones, great, use them. If they're from chemists and supermarkets, is that mine from Lush? Is that bad? Oh, you, lush is a real a lush is a really hard one to judge because it's all natural <laughs> products um and it's made completely differently the problem with um products from 
Boots, Tesco's, your supermarkets, they're all, they've all got loads of silicons and detergents in them. Mm-hmm. So they've got bulking agents in to make them nice and cheap for you. Um, you're better off going into a salon and asking for a proper treatment. Um, you're also better off going to a wholesaler's or going to a salon and buying a treatment because they're actually going to do something. Um, yeah. If you're going to go to a supermarket, you might as well just... Not bother. <laughs> put something else. You might as well go and get a very liquid and put that on your hair. They're, they're all made by the same people. Unfortunately, okay. they're, they're made to mass produce and bulk buy and to be cheap. Um, so yeah, if you're gonna, if your hair, unfortunately, like mine, is a little bit overprocessed, where I've bleached it a little bit too much, I would definitely recommend going into a salon, getting a course of treatments done, um, or going to a salon and buying the treatment or. You can things like places like Redken and um, L'Oreal and that you can buy off all online anyway, so you don't have to go in a salon. Um, but they're going to be able to touch your hair and tell you what you need. They're going to tell you if you need protein or moisture, things like that. Um, I've definitely, I would definitely recommend things like Brazilian blow dries as well for people who are worried about humidity on the wedding morning. Um, people whose hair is really damaged, again, I would do that. Um, get regular trims because again your hair grows when you get it trimmed otherwise it just snaps off at the bottom and it's just it's splitting it's going to snap so no matter how long them roots are getting this <laughs> bit's just breaking off so get regular cuts um, just remember when you're sitting in that hairdresser's chair though remind them you're getting married and you need your hair put up because I've had a few brides have come and gone my hair just got a bit excited <laughs> and has now given me a bob and it's like okay we, oh. we can work with this and people who have again they they lose the plot and they go massive on it on layers and it's like oh I need to get that up mm. but again speak to the person who's doing your wedding hair and say what do I need to ask for we will we we know what we need we can tell you we're all hairdressers pretty much from trade um so I mean I've, I've been into the one of the salons that I work quite closely with for wedding hair I went in and said right this bride's coming in, I need it cut down like this, and I need this bit cut. And he done exactly what I asked, and it worked well. Um, but again, where I do hairdressing full-time, I can generally guide you through that process anyway. No, that's good. So probably avoid hair masks and stuff, unless you go to the salon. So even Lush is probably not the... Yeah. To be fair, I, mean, I, I can't... I personally can't talk much about Lush. I don't know much about their company, Um they're all natural products, so they're only putting natural goodness into your hair. Um, the oil, the hot oil masks that you buy where you put them in hot water. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're really not doing a lot for your hair. Really? They're just What they're doing is they're laying a layer of silicone on your hair. So, you know when you buy a lovely shop bra shampoo and you're like, oh, so lovely, it's so glossy <laughs> and I look so lovely. By the end of that bottle, you're generally going, I think I need to change it. I'm not getting the shine that I was getting. And what's happened is you've got layers and layers of silicon and they're sitting there and they're dulling each other out. You then get a new bottle and then a new layer comes and sits on there and gives you a new layer of shine. So that's why sometimes your hair colour won't take properly, why you are getting dull hair, why you're having to wash it more frequently. It's just because you're getting build up and build up and build up on top of your hair and the masks are sometimes just as bad. And what you have to bear in mind is people like Charles Worthington, John Frieda, what they sell in boots is not what they've got in their salon to sell. Mm-hmm. They're, they're two different bottles. Lee Stafford staff will be 
different in boots than what it is in his salon. So is Tony and Guy's. Again, they've mass-produced it to sell it to somewhere so they can do it cheaper. And they've sold their name rather than actually their products. I, I think that's really bad policy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's terrible policy. And I don't know how, it get, how yeah. you get away, they get away with it so much. But then I don't trust hair box dyes because... I've I've had to go and get um, a qualification to put hair dye on someone's hair. Why you should be able to pick a box up off a off a mm. shelf and go? I can do that. Mm. Yeah, it's true. I, no, I, no, I, true. Yeah, it's the same as going into building supplies, though, isn't it? You can go and buy plumbing stuff, but it doesn't mean I'm a plumber. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It, it kind of works both ways, really, doesn't it? Very yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the girls actually asked us a question on our nice little group as well. Mm. So we've got like a few of those questions to ask you, if that's okay. So, yeah. um, Monica and Jane asked, um, I've got very fine hair, but wanted it to look as big and volumized as it can on the day. And she's thinking about having it quite messy. Is it always necessary to get extensions to achieve that kind of look, do you think? Or do you think she could do something herself? It depends how fine it is. Um, <laughs> I mean, Katie, you've got quite fine hair, haven't you? Yeah. You could, with a good set. clipping extensions on mine. Yeah, I mean, with a good set and good tonguing, and good backcombing, you could most probably create it on the, the thickness you, you've got. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's much finer, I would recommend having the clipping hair extensions just because it will last longer. So again, I could do, I could make your hair big, volumized, and messy, but because it's not because fine hair is really weak and it will just collapse quite easily. Where the clipping extensions will actually give it body and it will help keep that style in all day. Mm-hmm. um because that's again with the weather that england has you can't always guarantee if there's going to be humidity out there or not you can't guarantee the mist and the the rain and the drizzle and the sunshine and the sweat <laughs> um, you just can't judge it around here can you um but i would say a few clipping hair extensions you don't need a full head clipping set you don't need a full weft either you just need a few bits just to give you a bit more body and to have it there like i say have the trial without them um, by all means, I would say have a trial, la- see if it lasts you the whole day, uh, go home, check it out in the mirror, have a little look an hour later. Um, my gut feeling would be that you would need something just to give it some body, just so that if your hair dropped, the extensions wouldn't, so that even mm. though you've got that messy look, the extensions are still holding that mess in place rather than it all collapsing and you looking like you've got a pancake on your head by the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember all my, all my extensions kept the curl really well and then my actual hair didn't keep the curl very well. But yeah. it still looked okay, but it was quite funny how, like, it was such different hair to my hair. It was, yeah. Funny. Yeah, it, it just, it will, I mean, if you're having a messy update, all it's going to do is just give it some, give it that structure to sit on so that the extension mm. will stay like that and yours can start, bending and falling over top of it over the day so um i'd say have two trials and see if your hairdresser is up for that and have a trial with it without them and see how long it lasts you and then have a trial with them and just see the difference and i think once you've seen the difference you don't i think people panic over extensions because they go oh my god i'm gonna look like i've got masses and masses of hair but it might be a case you just needs one weft and like half a clipping extension which is literally goes from here to here and it just have it folded up in the hair and it might just need one weft and that's all you need you don't always need a full head of them mm-hmm. yeah that's good we also had a question from Ali in the group I think you've actually answered most of these as we went along but at the end of her question she asked is it acceptable to just do your own hair 
Do you know what it is? <laughs> I, you're, you're doing me out of a job, so no, it's not. <laughs> no, uh, do you know what? If you know how you like your hair and that is the only way you like it, why pay some? If you know you can do it, why pay somebody to do it if you could do it mm-hmm. yourself just as good? I, I hate to say it with YouTube t- t- tutorials and the internet the way it is. Most of my brides and bridesmaids do that can do their own hair. Mm-hmm. All I would say is just remember that when you're going out on a night out, you can guarantee your hair doesn't go right. Um, I, I've done it before. I've gone, oh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've learned to do victory rolls. I put them in. They're great on a Sunday afternoon after I've had a shower. And then I go out and I'm like, mm, that's not doing what I want it to do. And I would say to reduce panic on the morning, have somebody there. Um mm-hmm. But like I say, if it's something you do every day of the week and you've always had the curls in the way you have them, then of course it's acceptable to do it. You're also saving yourself money. Um, but I think it helps having a professional there because we can say to your bridesmaids, time to get ready now. Um, and we can gauge your time a lot better than because we do it all the time. I think when you do it yourself, you go, I've got plenty of time. Yeah. I've got plenty of time. And then suddenly it's 11 o'clock and you're getting married at 12 and you're going, oh my god I haven't got time to do my hair what am I gonna do um I've watched people do their own makeup on their wedding mornings and I'm like you really should start doing your makeup now and they're like oh I've got plenty of time and the mum's rushing around trying to help do it so's the bridesmaid and yeah I think but to, to stop you panicking most probably don't do it yourself but if it's something you've got down to a fine art then by all means do it um and I think also have your own trials um, make sure you know you can do that style to a hundred percent, and sit down and have your trial on your own, and know that you can and time yourself and go right. That's taken me an hour to do. I need to leave an hour and a half just so I've got that little bit extra time. Because yeah. again, photographers come in and go, "Oh, can I take a photo, please?" And then somebody yeah. else comes in and goes, "Oh, here's your flowers." And before you know it, that hour is now two hours. Mm. Um, which again, we we will time scale in where you might forget to time scale that in when you're doing it yourself. Um, yeah. So yeah, of course it's socially acceptable, and if it's if that's what you want to do, do it. Just bear in mind that that Saturday night hair never quite goes the way that it goes on yeah. a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like you say, something always comes up on a wedding day, like you said about the flowers coming in and things. There's all yeah. there's constant interrupt interruptions where yeah, they need your definitely. attention. So. Yeah, and definitely people tend to come in and want to say hi to you. Where we we can still carry on. You yeah. have to stop and talk. Um, and I think, yeah, mornings of the weddings is just so... They, they just happen, don't they? Mm. There's so many people come in and out. And then if you've got little bridesmaids, you're, you're constantly talking to them. And I think, actually, just for that time and for your relaxation, and you should go down that aisle feeling bouncy and happy, not stressed and dreading yeah. it because you've not had enough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, I used to have so many anxiety nightmares about that kind of feeling about not being ready on time. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's that's such good advice. Um, I th- I think that's all our questions, isn't it? That are I think we had another one from um, we had one from Bridget. She said, "How long should you grow your hair out for hairdressers to be able to do anything with them?" And she said that she's been growing hers for two years and wants to make sure it's long enough. Right. Um, do you know what? You can put any any length hair up. When you've got a bob to hear, it's it's hard, but you can still get it up eventually. My length, you'd still get hair up. Um, 
it depends what style you're going for. If you're going for a long Elsa plait, then you need to grow it quite long to get that plait because whatever you do, it's always going to shrink up. But again, there's always clipping hair extensions. There's always added hair that we can add in to give you that length. Um, it depends how quickly your hair grows as well. I mean, my hair grows ridiculously slow. Kerry, yours grows like wildfire, mm-hmm. doesn't it? It just grows and grows and grows. Um but you've got to remember that it's all right growing it, but we need that condition there. There's no point growing it down to your waist if it's all ratty and stringy. And yeah, I think we mine can't is currently actually... doing that. Actually. <laughs> oh, no, you try right. to grow it and it just doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> mine grow. Mine was yeah. doing it as well. I was convinced I wanted long hair and I grew, yeah. grew it down to here. But actually, when I plaited it, this bit was so fine and spindly. I was like, what's the point? I'd rather have thick, luscious hair than long spindly hair but I have the opposite um, problem because my hair's really thick <laughs> and if I try to plait it it's just too thick to plait and I'm like oh it's not a nice no no need to boast there Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying <laughs> I mean I, I'd love that problem but I just yeah don't. But it just looks fat it's just plait. like fat plaits are not attractive <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are. Yeah, so some people are just horrible, aren't they, Kate? Yeah. <laughs> this is I a mean, real yeah. problem. A real problem. A, a real problem, yeah. Wait till you don't have any and then you'll have a bigger problem. <laughs> I mean, it's all relevant. It depends how thick your hair is, how healthy your hair is. Um it depends what style you're going for as well. If if it's all gonna be bundled up on top of each other, we don't always need that much hair. I think people get really waylaid in that I've got to grow my hair for my wedding. I mm-hmm. need long hair. Um, your hairdresser who's putting it up will know what to do, know where you've got to go with it. Um, and just don't compromise your hair for length if it means it's thinner because actually thinner hair is harder to work with than what longer hair, not having the length there is. Um, I'd rather have short and thick hair to play with than long, fine hair because by the time you've bent fine hair over, it starts like depreciating in, in bulk and it actually makes it a lot harder. So, again, it depends what your hairdresser wants and what your style you're going for is. It's really it's really hard to pinpoint because you've got three people here and all three of our hair will grow completely differently mm-hmm. and take longer and short amounts of time. Yeah, mine mine is a little bit bleached and over-processed occasionally. So, again, mine breaks really easily and is really fine naturally so if I grew mine for two years my hairdresser wouldn't want to put it up because there would be no hair to play with really do you where Kerry that, um... could grow hers so long <laughs> I know sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> I see you just strokes yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah my, my lovely long thick hair <laughs> do you advise that um it's growing out to the same length so if you've got any layers perhaps grow them out if it's going to be an updo or do you not is there no way about not that? necessarily um all I would recommend that if you've got layers that are short then they need growing out a little bit mm-hmm. because they're just going to be so hard to put up um but again it's all relevant if you're having a nice smooth french play the less layers the better but then if you're having a messy shabby chic hairstyle we need them layers in there to give it texture um so again it's all relevant to your hairstyle your the person putting your hair up will be able to completely tell you Mm -hmm. um don't always listen to your hairdresser um so if if a lot of people go to their hairdresser for their hair to be put up and to be cut a lot of other people have somebody cut their hair and then go to somewhere else to have their hair put up the person putting it up is the one who's going to know what they need they they know if they've got to have length thickness 
and you need to listen to them more than the person going, well, when my friend got married, they had this done and I know that I cut their hair like this and it worked. I know how I want to play with the hair on the morning. Um, I will tell a lot of people not to get their hair thinned out because by the time you've had the hair thinned out, it leaves you such short, spiky mm. bits that trying to curl it round is actually a nightmare. Where I've known another hairdresser to go, oh, I'll thin it out loads for you so you haven't got so much hair to put up. And it's like, no, I want that thickness to play oh, with. No. Um, so take that into consideration when you are growing it, when you are getting it cut. Just listen to the person putting it up because they know what they want to play with rather than somebody who's cutting hair going, yeah, I'll do it like this. And it's like, no, I need that extra length. I don't want it that. So, yeah, just have a little listen. And okay. we know what we're talking about as much as we seem yeah. to not. We, we do know what we're talking about. We know what so we maybe, want for the day. Yeah, maybe she should sort of talk to the lady who's styling her hair and then get her advice and then yeah, yeah, from definitely. what to do. And to be fair, go to both of them because at the end, it's really hard because being a hairdresser myself and cutting hair every day, I know how to judge hair a little bit differently to somebody who just puts hair up because there are some hairdressers that stopped hairdressing and they just put hair up. Um, but there's also a few hairdressers that get a little bit carried away when they're cutting and go, well, I know that this will work and actually I want to do a nice French pleat and I need all that hair one length so I can get it round. Um, so, yeah, have a talk to both of them and try and combine what you've learnt from both of them and mm. if in doubt... Just remember that that person's asked you to keep your hair long for the wedding day so they can get it up. Don't then go and cut it off and have loads of layers cut in. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Lovely. I hope that helped that one. I know. Yeah. No, that does. It does. It's hard <laughs> to seeing the person's hair, isn't it? It's tricky. Yeah. Cute. We're just too chatting, uh, obviously. And that, that is the problem. There is so many different types of hair. When you learn hairdressing, you don't just learn to cut one haircut. You learn one haircut 20 times because everybody's got different hair. Mm. And different styles require different things. So it is so hard to say without the person being in front of you. Yeah. Um, I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's covered a lot of questions, hasn't it, Kerry? And yeah. Our grilling. So well done, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> did you want to do like a, a nice little plug? So if somebody wanted to book you for their wedding day, do you want to say how they can get in touch? So um, Instagram and Facebook is the easiest way to get hold of me because I'm on them all day. So Instagram is luxurious underscore HB and Facebook is luxurious hair and beauty. Um, I have got a lovely new website up at the moment because somebody deleted my other one the other day. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> two, two weeks before a wedding fair, he pressed update and deleted it. Oh. Um, so Ooh. I've got a lovely new shiny website, which is luxurioushb.co.uk. Um, all my portfolios on all three of them. I'm there to answer any messages. Um, all I'd say about emails is always chunk it, check your junk box because for some reason, because they're coming from a business thing, they tend to get lost. Um, but if in doubt, Instagram me or Facebook me and everything's on there and I'm willing to answer anything. Lovely. Yeah. And what kind of areas? Um, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, actually. <laughs> Um, what kind of areas do you cover? Are you Suffolk and Essex, or do you um, go? Further? I'm the whole. Of, I'm the whole of Essex, um, over a ten mile radius. I do charge travel and congestion charge and tolls and all that. To, but I've also gone to Norfolk to do weddings, um, and I'll go anywhere 
all I would say is I will go anywhere, but it starts costing more travel or hotels and things like that, mm-hmm. which yeah. I am that good, so pay it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. And I'm blessed for someone to take me to Spain or France. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, 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 won't, <laughs> I, I won't charge for the hair, just pay my, my flight and my hotel and I'll come out. <laughs> that's uh, that a great, that's the best plug we've had so far, so well done. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us, Claire. No problem. Yeah, thank you. It's been really good. Yes, and I'll see you very soon for my hair trial. Yes, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> to make that big thick plait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll see what I mean then, and you'll just be so annoyed that you'll just have to thin it all out. Yeah, I'm just going to shave yours off, Kerry, just because you're boasting that you've got thick hair that grows no, quickly. I don't know if I trust you standing behind me with a pair of scissors anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, well, thank you so much. And we'll no see problem. Bye. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Get Wed. Would you like to hear even more from us? We have lined up some secret Get Wed episodes for our exclusive Get Wed members. To become a member, then go to www.getwedpodcast.co.uk and click on support. From here, you'll find our Patreon page and you can unlock the level of membership that you want. Supporting us through Patreon will help us grow Get Wed and give you even more content. So if you enjoy this thing, then support us today. Until next week. Happy planning!